going deep, going dark Back from the dead is a miracle, dark They counted me out, moment of truth Counting it down, I'm that dog story Was down for the count, back on my feet Back with a mic, back on a beat Back with a family, they bang in the streets The game on lock, I stand with a key Standing my ground, I am planning a flee Standing my ground, I am planning my feet Taking a stand, erasing my destiny, shaking his hand what is going on, everybody? Welcome to Thursday Night CrossFit Talk. And we have a new member. Woo! She's always been a member of the family. Yeah. Now. You just signed up. Good official. <laughs> Thank you so much, Holly. We appreciate you in so many ways. You're the best. So, I just got done watching a really interesting movie. Called it's Dumb Money. Okay. I haven't heard of it. So it's about the uh, GameStop stock market thing of like uh -huh. during COVID. Mm -hmm. And while it was going on, I never like dove into it, of what was going on and all that kind of stuff. So to go back and like, um, and to see w what transpired and why it transpired fascinating stuff i have heard good things um it was really good so uh little recommendation it's on netflix now uh dumb money really good let's check it out so hey sarah hey andrew and i did start um mr and mrs smith on we watched that we yep we watched did you do the whole thing we did so I'm like three episodes in, three yeah. or four. Man, it's it's wacky. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's no it's no Reacher. No. But um, yeah, we'll probably finish it off this weekend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I was I was lukewarm on the original movie with uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, so I didn't know whether to go in on the the series but it was really good so i have heard that that opening scene uh is it, it was alexander skarsgård and the woman are supposed to be brad and angelina they just couldn't obviously couldn't get them but i think that's supposed to be them oh okay gotcha sort and, of makes sense and it so it ends that story and begins mm -hmm. yeah <clears throat> so we've we've had a tough week <laughs> as hosts we have uh, so quick update on the uh jamie's shoulder and scott's lungs we'll start with jamie's shoulder because i have a big question you okay. found out this week and, and you're okay with me sharing what you found out it is what it is yeah it's fine that, that you have a tear yeah and it's in the labrum yep um, but you're going to go ahead and compete this year regardless. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm watching your YouTube video of you doing toast to bar thrusters and clean and jerk. Mm -hmm. And you are wearing an apparatus that goes over your shoulder. Does that st stabilize it or is it just um, that makes you feel better? I, I think it does sort of. Um, it's a Sully shoulder brace. Like it's a big, like tight neoprene thing that with Velcro, 
Um, I probably need to get better at there's like two extra straps that come with it to like either either like if you want to like have it like pronated more pulled back or whatever. Um, I just we need to do you know I need to do some more YouTube on it to see how to like put those straps on. She showed us real quick how to do the one, and then I got to the gym the next day. Well, I got to the gym the next day, and I was and I texted her and I'm like warming up. I was like. I left the brace at home, didn't I? <laughs> He's like, yep, sitting right here. So he brought it over right after I'd finished the workout that day. Um, but I wore it for like the whole rest of the stuff. I had some strength stuff to do and stuff. Um, and we couldn't remember how to put the one strap on. So I've just been kind of holding, having this, the sleeve on. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess I'd say it's pretty tight. So I guess I'd say it kind of anchors it in there. But like, I didn't feel like it did anything for toes to bar. And toes to bar was like the one thing that hurt it. So I probably could just like get some kinesio tape too and get a similar effect. Um, but do I want to get that taped all the time? I don't know. I, don't, I mean, wearing this is cumbersome as well, but it is what it is. If it's going to help me like not feel like it's going to come out of socket, um, then I'll, I'll wear it for now. Like, just it on. I remember a couple opens ago. I did something to my knee, had to wear like a neoprene brace with straps and all that, man, it's, it does stabilize the knee, but then like you have no mobility. Yeah. Yeah. If I put the extra strap on, I'm kind of curious how much that'll limit my mobility. Um, I mean, I was able to do the total bar. I was able to do snatches with it on to like two days ago. Um, so it's not like I, it's not like it's completely restricting me, um, but I've done quite a several ring muscle ups with no pain. So I don't know. <laughs> we'll just keep uh, doing the little, all my little shoulder exercises every day and hope that's enough. So right now, the only time you feel it is toes to bar. I sort of feel it when I do cleans that like, that drive through it's pulling here um and so like front squats um yeah stuff like that well i'm uh, two days into antibiotics mm -hmm. on my uh infected lungs and still feel pretty pretty shitty <laughs> but i feel less shitty than i did on tuesday so um, Cheryl kind of challenged me to try to get to 20 to 30 minutes on the bike, um, to drink a cup to two cups of bone broth a day. Um, finally got some bone broth. Like everybody was out of it. I was having a hard really? time finding it. Um, and then I actually got, um, recipes from people, uh, love y'all, but I don't think I'm going to take some chicken's feet. And put into my Instapot to make my own bone broth. But, you know, if we get desperate again. <clears throat> that actually that actually comes up in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Okay. So <laughs> speaking to you. <laughs> so um, first day I got 15 minutes in and then the lungs just said no more. Uh, today I got 20. So five more minutes. So um, I got to that today 
So it's getting a little bit better every day. But like when I hit the end, there there is no more. Like it just, there's nothing left. So just trying to to build it up each day. And I'm doing more around the house, like freely. But I ran the vacuum, emptied out the thing, and then like blew, blew up. And then pff, I was done. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, Carolyn, tomorrow I'm going to go for 25. I'm going to try to do another five and hopefully then by Saturday I have full 30 and I can do that for a couple days. That's the goal. And it's supposed to be like 60 degrees here. So Is yours, your weather's just starting to warm up. Uh, we, it was nice today. Uh, it was warmer yesterday. Not like, you know, beach weather or anything, but you know, we're getting there. Darn near it felt like. Yeah, it was like 60 here today, but it's going right back down to 40 over the next. It's going to be like 39 next week, 40 this weekend. So Yeah, I think we have 60s through Saturday. Oh, lucky. So <clears throat> So there's that. That's where we're at. We're we're chugging along. Hopefully next week much much better. Um follow up with my doctor on Monday. We'll get some some more details on that. That's good. So, uh, I hope these I hope these antibiotics just do their job and get you back on the right track. I really think that whatever this is, is what's been like my underlying problem other than the sinus for a while. And so I don't think it's just something that just occurred. Right. <clears throat> so here we are. So we have a major announcement that I have to get better for. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so excited about this. We, um, are teaming up with thick boy apparel, um, who Jamie is sporting right now. And they're going to start making our apparel, um, our Clydesdale media apparel. Um, and it'll be cool if we can like advance that into merchandising some of that out a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, but one of the cool things that's happening this year is they are building out in their booth a podcast area. <clears throat> and we will be doing our podcast live from their booth at different events, including the 2024 Arnold here in Columbus. Woo! So... 70,000 people on a Saturday at the Arnold and we're going to be doing our podcast live. What's going to be unique about this and where we're going to need your help is the Arnold has like 150 different sporting events that they will have um, going on at the Arnold. And we don't want to do just CrossFit shows. We want right. to highlight some of the other things going on at the Arnold in, in fitness and in the fitness space. So if there's anything you're super interested in, shoot me a DM and we'll try to get some people on to talk about that. Oh, Andrew will be there. Yeah. We'll have to bring him over. Yeah. Will you be there through Saturday too, Andrew? 
Well, I'll be there Friday. You'll be there Friday? Okay. Um, I am. That's first week of the open, and I have to run Friday night lights, so I will not be there till Saturday. So the other thing I'm going to do is I'm going to walk around the Arnold with my camera, uh, boom mic, talk to people there um, at different events as well. And what, that'll be more of a recorded piece that I'll put together kind of following yeah. the event. But we'll be doing some live stuff from the, the booth as well. Yeah. <clears throat> So super stoked for that. I've never been to the Arnold, so I'm like so excited. I've always wanted to go. I've been too many times, but it will. Sarah Cooper, breaking news. I did not see that. I did not see it either. What's... I, can... I have Instagram up here. Sweet. Oh, Adler, Brent, Kazan, and Raptus. <clears throat> That'll be good. Uh, Lex, I did talk to my doctor about that, um, and he said that if I want to go that route, like before semifinals, I mean, he said not to just keep doing that. So like pick what I want to get the a cortisone shot for. So yeah, I might do that right before semifinals. Lick should know. I think she's had an injury to about every part of her body. Good to know. Yeah. I tell her she needs to be wrapped in bubble wrap. Apparently I do too. <laughs> So here it is in 22 days, 24.1, Jeff Adler, Alex Gazan, Brent Fikowski, Alexis Raptus. Does it say where? Uh, it does not. No. So um, I'm going to try to blow something up because this is in our notes so we'll just skip right to this uh man how oh, i can't get it to move i don't want the picture to move uh, dang it anyway <clears throat> over here competitors will also compete bonus workouts for a chance to win the rogue fitness golden barbell so uh, there was talk on Dave's Week in Review that there may be three or four extra workouts done that day in addition to 24.1 and with an opportunity to win the, uh, the golden barbell. Um, he, I didn't know it was Rogue's golden barbell till now, but looks like it's Rogue's. Um, <laughs> So that's going to be really cool to see what, how that plays out. I hope if they're doing something like this, they're going to televise those other events or do a recap when they come on to the announcement. 
Well, what do you think they're doing from 11, 12, these other workouts? I think that's the pregame show that's always been. Um, oh. but it, the way it was explained on Weekend Review is that they would do some workouts early in the morning and give them to enough time to rest before the open announcement and maybe do one more at the close of the televised event. Okay. So if you do the two in the morning, just film them and give us a recap of those in that pregame show. That's all I'm asking. Are they just like these athletes or, or so it's going to be these four athletes doing just two different workouts just for the heck of it. Like, I don't understand. Well, I think they're going to go into the pot with the athletes who do it on 24.2 and 24.3. And the winner of the overall. Oh. So. Hmm. Interesting. And this is just to like essentially get people uh, some games athletes basically pining for a spot um, of the line live announcement because it's your only way to get this golden barbell. I don't know. And I don't really know what it signifies. Like I think we talked on our roundtable and Kenneth was on there that maybe with the golden barbell was like a golden ticket and you got like an automatic bid to semis or an automatic bid to quarters and you could skip some workouts, it would be worth it. Yeah, the whole thing's just so strange though. Like who who chose who even gets the the opportunity to try for that? Like it's just I don't know. I don't like it. If it I mean depending on what it, it's for, it's not it's somewhat of a popularity contest or who's someone's favorite to get into this running to do for whatever may be the prize purse. As typical, this all gets thrown out there with no explanation, no reason. We have no idea what's going to happen. If it's a trophy for winning the open workout, cool. But I don't, I, I don't understand why, You'd want to do extra workouts during the day. No. But. It can't just be for running the open workout if. Because it's a different workout each week and it's different people each week. So unless, like you said, it's just the same work, the same. They pick in some extra event that's going to be done each week. I don't know, man, that's weird. So it's just like a select few get to do some extra bonus workout for a prize. I don't know. That's just very strange to me. I Again, I'm just reporting the news. I know. I'm just. Um, I've Listen, I've been a proponent of multi-event, of multi-workout open. Like Thursday through Monday, give us two, three workouts to do just like it is for quarterfinals and do that for three weeks instead of, so we have more scores instead of the old five week. So the way I read this is Carolyn's going to ask Dave um, on his, on his review. So he answers the question next week. Yes. Thank you for that, Carolyn. 
Every question I've asked Dave on his week interview never gets pulled up. Yeah. Just saying. Yep. All right. So that's one thing out of the way. Masters. Mm-hmm. You have a date and a location. Ish. Mm-hmm. No, we have the location. Well, you know it's in Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. But they did not say what venue. Apparently they said it at the Birmingham Jefferson Convention Center. That's what everybody's been speculating, but I cannot find it in an announcement. Yeah. I I it's I don't know. I haven't seen their response to anyone to say that, but like somebody did write. They said like they said somewhere it was the BJCC. I don't know. So Jason I talked to Joe. I talked to Joe. Okay. Um I did not ask him about the venue, but he did say that that the big delay was finding a place big enough to hold this many athletes. So, so again, so if go, you oh, didn't ahead. have, I, this is just like the most poor planning. Like if you didn't have something lined up fairly, like fairly sure of possibility, like don't split it off until you like have a venue locked in. Don't split it off. This feels very rushed and forced and put together now at this point that I feel like it's it's bound to fail. Yeah. I do think Legends did answer. That's That's what Alyssa says. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go through the general announcement and then I'm going to Read some statements from Joe. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So it's in Birmingham, Alabama, August 29th to September 1st. There will be a trial 70 plus teams of four community event. And then my questions were, why are we trying things out year one? Like you just got the games. Why now do we add extra stuff on it and try to figure that in out in year one? That's just a thought that was in my head and I wrote down. Yeah. And then my question too was, which has been in the comments, why are we running the teens and the masters on the same weekend? If you're splitting them off and you're going to run it on the same weekend, should have just held the same place. Absolutely. I have gotten so many texts from masters athletes who are coaches of Mm -hmm. teen athletes Mm -hmm. and it's really putting um, a big burden on them and they're going to have to make the choice. Do I go coach my athlete or do I compete? Yeah. And, and there's just coaches that have both teen and adult and like, yeah, I know you might, need to choose the team because they might need a little more guidance, but that's super unfair to a person that might be their very first games ever. Yes. Coaches with athletes in both division. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I literally, I don't think I've gotten this much in my DMS over an announcement um, from anything that's ever been put out by CrossFit until today. 
so apparently we are the masters show because man <clears throat> so i asked joe three questions for clarification because okay. these are things that came into my dms one there's confusion whether things were happening at the games version of legends or at the community event of legends right <clears throat> so i asked him 70 plus is it at the and i'm trying I'm going to pull up my text just so i have it um for, i asked him four person teams you call it a community event is it at your community event or is it at the games um his answer was the four person teams will happen at the masters games it is a community event and should be very fun for everyone it is not an official games division but it will be held at the games <clears throat> i asked him about the 70 plus because it was also it's not going to be recognized as a games event or a games division it wasn't going to be tried at the community event or at the games it as well will be held at the games you still have to go through the open <clears throat> there is a special hashtag you have to use to enter so that they can find you to put you on a leaderboard um it just won't be an official division but you'll get to participate at the games with the other athletes and then <clears throat> my lungs need a small break and then i asked him the big question um and i and i get the phrasing the dates overlapping the team competition was this intentional or unavoidable for this year and are you looking to rectify that year too the answer was not intentional at all finding a venue the size and space we need was very difficult and that weekend was where we had the land we will see how this year goes and make a decision if we need to rectify anything those are statements from joe linton event organizer for the masters legends event games event yeah i think they just i think crossfit in general so andrew everyone seems to think it's easy to find dates and venues that work for an event most venues are booked way further in advance exactly figure it out get it booked then choose to split it off the fact that it's that hard and you need to book that far in advance means this shouldn't have happened this year uh it's it's there are there are parents competing who have teens competing there are like it is the largest duo fan base you're probably not going to get that very many of the individuals to come to either of these events but of these two events a pretty decent crowd would go to would go to both if they were on different weekends you're like gonna like half the crowd the spectatorship and even the live viewership and we're gonna get to the end of this and, and they're gonna be like this was a giant fail for both of these there wasn't enough viewership there wasn't enough attendance and then they're going to be like we need to scrap this and they'll just have their own community events that's what i worry is going to happen because of this situation 
maybe they will truly take into consideration that it was the doubling up of the event and try to find a separate weekend for masters in the future or find a venue that they can be done at together. I, and that sucks because I do think Pitt is a spectacular place. But if you are going to put them on the same weekend, they have to be done together. So for years now, CrossFit has been in the habit of settling on dates for an event without a venue in hand. Yeah. And here it has led to another, in my opinion, catastrophe. Yeah, absolutely. I, what did they, I mean, like maybe they had another venue in, in mind and it was too expensive that weekend or like, and who knows what they ended up having to settle just to get this one. Like, again, I feel like next they've agreed that price purses are going to stay the same this year. But what I think is going to end up happening is they're going to be like, this actually is costing us more. These venues are too expensive. Um, we can't support this. So prize purses are dropping the following year. Like they'll probably stick to what they said this year. Viewership won't be there. They'll drop the budget a ton. And it's all because it was rolled out completely incorrectly. Yeah. Yeah. Carolyn, I think CrossFit made decisions to just save money on the sport this year. It, yes. But then does it come down to the, to a place where they aren't even saving money because they didn't have it planned and set and like budgeted properly. And then you're just got to throw money at a venue. Like, I, I mean, it, maybe it will still save them money, but who knows? So I, I want to highlight. So LDY on a couple things. <clears throat> Probably should have asked about prizes. They're being run by CrossFit, not by Legends. They're being I did. the same standard as last year. They responded to my comment and said, the prizes are the same as last year from the games. They did respond in writing that that is remaining the same as it was last year. Here is the sneaky big news. If this crushes the Masters, don't bet it will trickle down to less participation in the open. If you lose the masters as a competition, you are going to lose thousands and thousands of dollars in lost open participation. Because if there's nowhere to go from there, people aren't going to sign up. Right. And the, I mean, I feel like the only way around that is somehow for them enforcing legends to still use open participation for like even the legends December event. I, and that would be very unfortunate. And I would hope that legends would be able to be like, no, I mean, um, but yeah, that's exactly what will ha would happen. And I want to speak to what Carolyn said. If you're truly trying to save money, the teens, the teens, and the mass, the teens don't have a huge footprint to add to the masters. Why not right. just they they've been competing together for years. 
why not have that one event, one venue, one cost? Well, it, they go hand in hand because like the kids that go with their parents and see this are the kids that get drawn into the sport and then they compete and the, and the parents that compete want to go watch their kids. Of course, like it's just crazy. It got to be separate by, by a couple weekends or same venue. I, I mean, I personally think same venue would be great. I just, it would suck for Pitt because there's really no, there's no way you could do masters at Pitt that it's not big enough. Um, I don't know. Yeah, we, we can talk to Pitt and see if they were contacted. I, the problem is they rolled that out, what, in September of last year and, and told them that they have, they are getting the games? Like, I mean, Cart was way before the horse on this one. Way before. And just to answer Andrew back here, the semifinals when CrossFit took them over, announced dates for West and East when they did not have the venue set up. And that's how we ended up with an abandoned grocery store in Pasadena. Yeah. I, as for the community events, um, like I totally get your point. Like, man, we're struggling to even get this rolled out correctly like can we at least do one thing right um so i totally get that but i do think one of the best ways to get some more spectatorship there is to have something like this community event and bring in some of these other masters age athletes that aren't quite there to do these team events i i mean i've a lot of people seem super excited about it so i do think it's going to bring in some foot traffic that maybe otherwise would have avoided the venue altogether. So it's not the, I mean, I think on one hand it's, it's got definitely a role to play. Excited and willing to travel. Yeah. I honestly, I've already talked to a couple of people that are like, so excited to see you this year and with the team, with the team thing, I think I'm going to come and try to put a team team together. So, I mean, I've already talked to a couple of people that said that they're, working on putting a team together. Okay. It's that area is flush with, I mean, it's, it seems to be a good centrally located area for that fit, fitness of the coast crash. That type of area brings in tons of people willing to travel a few hours. And, um, so I think on that hand, I think not going West Coast or wherever else they may have been looking, they picked a good location in that regard. Yeah, I, I like the location. Um, it's going to be hot. It sounds like it's all indoors. I mean, Jason Grubb has been all over the socials about this. And from reading comments, he seems to have a whole lot of knowledge already. Um, he was the one who said BJCC. So I, it seems like he are, I don't know. 
has a ton of knowledge. Um, and I, I mean, I think he basically, well, he said the weather wasn't that bad then put like average temperature that time. But I think a lot of people think it's an indoor convention center. Yeah, I, it would be nice. I mean, I think when it was rumored to be the game site, there were a lot of offsite locations like right beside the BJCC and that you could um, do some outdoor runs and or bikes or whatever, if need be. Um, and maybe it turns out to be a really cool venue and event. It sounds big like uh, Fort Wayne. Okay. Um, so maybe we get the best of both worlds. I just, I hate the same weekend thing. Oh, That's I'm, I can't get over. I can't get it over, over it either. I'm in one hand. It makes me want to like go fix my shoulder and boycott this season and <laughs> cover teams. And um, I was so frustrated when that announcement came out. I, I could not believe it. Yeah. Uh, it makes me sick because we had plans with this show to go full in coverage on the teens and the age groups in masters this year. Um, and now we've got to figure that out if it's even possible. I know. And it stinks. So, so that's the masters talk next up friend of the show, Christine Colenbrander announced she will not be participating in the 2024 CrossFit game season due to a back injury. And as someone who has had 12, 12 procedures on his back, man, it, that, it's a tough road to hoe. And she's been dealing with it a long time, thinking that it was just normal pain. And apparently it just got to be too much. And she did not look right at Rogue. No. Because I wanted to use her in the Heat One app for some lifts, and I failed miserably. Yeah. Yeah. That girl's strong. She is very strong. My first view of her as an individual athlete was at the Mac in 21 when she beat Tia and Amanda on the lift. And that was unfreaking real. Yeah. Yeah. Her snatch is like incredible. It just blows my mind. So my next thing up and and maybe Andrew knows last night, Savon announced that Keith Knapp is no longer with CrossFit HQ. Mm -hmm. I know he's opening an affiliate mm -hmm. in Cincinnati. The words were, he's moving on. He was let go. He was fired. <clears throat> I've reached out to Keith. I've not gotten a response yet to verify this. And I can't find any other verification other than what Savon said last night. And I don't know if it's him going all in to open his own affiliate or, or what happened. Um, but I've known Keith for a couple of years. He's kind of the guy who from CrossFit HQ that mans 
the media room um, for us. He was the director of marketing, Carolyn. <clears throat> um, so not the chief marketing officer. No, his title on his Instagram and other places say director of marketing. Okay. I met him in Orlando. Um, maybe before that. But anyway, we had a long talk in Orlando. And then at the games, he kind of manned the media area um, to take any questions from media members and was willing to find out what was going on. And Kenneth, that's exactly why I'm posing it all this way, because this, the way he and Savon did the news, half of it was satirical, half of it was real. It, he did not say allegedly or supposedly or any of those words in the Keith Knapp story. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's true, but I don't know. Maybe he'll respond to you. Maybe we can get him on. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, super nice guy. Uh, father of four, um, and again, opening an affiliate in like a week um, in Cincinnati. Um, so wish him well in whatever he does and. And I hope the affiliate does well. Yeah. But he was becoming I mean, way more active on social. <laughs> yeah. It's got, a, I mean, it takes quite the effort to open an affiliate. Like if that's where you're putting your eggs, I can't imagine he was flourishing at his job. But I, I mean, maybe he was. Yeah. And then on his social today, he did post um, like a superhero story about Kevin Ogar and his wife and all they do for the adaptive division. And that was today after the, this was announced. So I've, I'm just clueless. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. The next thing on topic is I was listening to Athena and Hiller's uh, weekly discussion about the weight loss stuff that they go on <clears throat> and they're preparing for the open. And in preparing for the open, they are, Hiller has her doing one open workout from the past every Friday. Very typical okay. of what happens in the affiliates. But they got into this discussion. Should the open have a scale division. It does. Right. But should it? Sure. I think that's fine. Hiller was very adamantly opposed to it. Oh. Why? Because it stops people from pushing to the next level because they can just stay in scaled. So in Dave's we can review that question was posed this is actually where I thought you were going with it um and somebody asked should have you considered taking the like making a scale go to quarterfinals so the top 10 percent of scale yeah now that I heard that is insane like absolutely not because then you get then you get people 
26th percentile or even 25th percentile doing scaled and winning it just to like, that's just silly. Like if you're in that borderline, yes, you need to keep pushing those skills to move up. Um, but to just have a scaled for the open that, I mean, that's just sort of your choice. I, it's not, you're literally not going anywhere and you're not, you're going to the bottom of even somebody who does one rep. So I don't know why you would necessarily go that route instead of trying to get one, get some of whatever the movement is. Um, no, I think, I think they need the scale. You have to make it somewhat more approachable. So here, here's, I'm kind of in between. I started the open in 2013. There was no scale division. Right. Right. So, but it, it all was, it all had an entry level that I could handle. Right. Yeah. So I, I scored on every workout. Um, and there were moments where I hung from a pull-up bar for eight minutes to try to get, and um, we weren't affiliated at the time. So it's out on YouTube somewhere. If you want to go see it, <clears throat> it pushed me to want to get those reps. It pushed me to do goat work after class because I didn't want to have a video of me hanging on a pull apart for the next year. <clears throat> then came the scale division, which I could do pretty much everything in the scale division. However, as a Clydesdale, what always gets scaled is the weight. Yes. And it's very frustrating because it's not the weight that's holding me back. It's some of the other stuff. So I believe that before we had the scale division, you go as far as you can go, and then your coach builds you the rest of your workout that you don't get to put down on the scoreboard, but gives you the workout for the day. And it's scaled appropriately for you, not the template for the world. You are asking a lot of affiliate owners at a very busy time. Cause I already kind of do all of that because we're a level method gym and it's no, that's not a, like they have, they have, progressed the open to a point where it is not approachable for like, yeah, like 14.3 or whatever it was with the ascending weight and rep deadlifts and box jumps, which you could step back then was very approachable for almost everybody. I think it started out at like mm, 135, 95 deadlifts and you could step up your box. Like, sure. That was appropriate. You don't see that anymore. It was just 225, 155 deadlifts with bar-facing burpees. Like, there are people who can't even start that workout. Um, scaled still sees pull-ups, and that's where many people get stuck, regardless of weight. Um, and you're going you're going to go push for those. I had people walk into the gym last – was it last year? Two years ago when – the gymnastics progressed and they were like, I can't do, I can't do scaled. I need to do the foundations. And I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, well, I can't do that pull up at the end. I'm like, good luck even getting there. Like 
you, you know, you're, you're missing the, the point. And, and that's, if you only had RX, that's how all of my members would be. They would just be like, I'm not even doing this. And I would have to coddle them and figure out, you have to have skills. I think I progressed less. I progressed less when it went to scaled and I had less fun. If you're truly that competitive, you're going to push for RX. Yeah. And I don't know. It just, I think you could level method it where here's workout A, B and C for scaling options. If you can do the weights, here's A. If you need the gymnastics or if you can do the gymnastics and not the weights, here's B. Yeah, and then you get people who don't understand the concept of scaling and just pick whatever one they want to do because these are options, and then they put Rx. I would be an absolute disaster. I can already picture that in my gym. Like, I give those options, and, and people will put Rx because they don't understand. Like, it's no, that's that's a mess. Just because it's hard doesn't mean we shouldn't look at it. You're gonna you're gonna have eight different leaderboard options because no, you can't. No, I'm saying you go back to just one RX, and if you can only do the ten thrusters, you're done. The rest of the workout is for your fitness and getting better for next year. I don't know. So. In that instance, we basically will tell people to just do your 10 or whatever and then do the scaled workout for fitness. At least it's there. Yeah, but the scaled workout sucks. It doesn't suck. Uh, the scaled work the scaled workouts last year were were plenty challenging for people. Do you know why the name of the show or the name of the media company is Clydesdale? Because I truly believed when I was back in my teens, there was a running division. If you were over 200 pounds, you were a Clydesdale. Yeah. We have nothing in CrossFit for those people. No. And the scaled version is super lightweights and more burpees and more. Yeah. The stuff that probably you need. It, the Life isn't Doing scaled for you. It's going to help me with a chest bar pull up. Sure it will. No. There are pull up there are still pull-ups in scaled. I could I could when they first went to scaled, I could still do pull-ups. I that wasn't my problem. I could do regular pull-ups, I couldn't do chest bar. That's could all you do the, could you do the pull-ups very fast? I could string five, six, seven. I don't know. I but mean, I know they have the, I, like I, I did 165 pounds. So it was like, of course, messing with the rest of my workout. Yeah. But that's fine. I could do the pull-ups. Then you, then I, my other option is to go scaled. And now I'm doing like 
at times like a push press instead of a push up or it just handstand push up. You, you know what I mean? Some of the scaling is very, very. <clears throat> I just don't think it's done well. There is no option for the um, bigger athlete coming down in weight. Um, there's plenty of options for the not strong athlete coming in. I don't know if I agree with that. Because I, I mean, that that's exactly, I feel like, how this. Uh, yeah, I think it's changed a lot since then. You still get to do a lift and see where, like, you. there was still a lift for scaled. They still got to show off their weight moving abilities. Okay. I, I, I think this is a hill I'm willing to die on, but maybe. I think things are different than when you were. I've contemplated. I've done the open every year from 2013 to now. And you didn't think scale last year was challenging enough. No, I think it drops so far. Hmm. So, it's, I mean, if you want to lift weights, go lift weights. Like CrossFit is about being fit and like you need to get fitter. I'm not, I'm not saying, okay. okay. All right, whatever. It's, it's, you, Carolyn's it's, right. You just need to go harder. You need to move faster. If it's that light for you, it should be so easy for you to do those 30 deadlifts and move on that you crush the 112 pound athlete who is going to come back and match you on the pull up skill. Like, you, if you're truly that strong, that should have no interference on your workout and you should be able to go fast at everything else. I can't yell tonight because of my lungs. It, I am telling you, in the years I did not have a scaled option, it pushed me to do way more to get better. And I think we've lost a piece of that along the way. And I don't know when scaled came in. What, 15 or 16? Somewhere in there? I want to say 15, but it could have been 16. That was right before the cliff of open registrations. Uh, what, 18 was like the biggest? Yeah. So I actually feel like the introduction of scale brought in even more people. And then they didn't like it and they left. And that is not what happened, Scott. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. I just, from personal experience, I really enjoyed the fear, the competition against myself without an option to go scaled. So don't go scaled. 
in your mind, if that's you, how you want to attack the sport, don't do skilled. Always make yourself go RX. Like I probably have some hard-headed athletes that will be that way, and that's fine. But like, yeah, go R. Just tell yourself you're always going to do RX. You're always going to go for that one rep. You you are going to keep pushing yourself for that. Like you don't want to look at it, but there needs to be a skilled option. Okay, says you. And Karen. again, don't have enough air in my lungs to fight you tonight. So we may have to bring this up again during the open. But you have a lot of backers in the comments. <laughs> uh, I do want uh, LDY2742 gave us 199. So all I need scaled is double unders. I, I used to love double unders. Uh, Tristan says at the bottom of this conversation is the difference between sport and health. Yes, I screw health. It you if you don't have the scaled option and then you push the sport side too much in the affiliates, you are do doing a disservice to many of your members. Like I have people in there that don't necessarily need to be pushing 225 or 155 pound deadlifts like it's probably going to lead like 150 deadlifts at that weight is probably going to lead to an injury and is not necessary or trying to rep out pull-ups is going to tear their shoulder. Like it's just not really necessary unless you're pushing the sport side. And that is not for everybody. Yes, Caroline, I totally agree. I'm the, not it, saying don't get a good workout. I'm saying scale it appropriately for your abilities. That's all. I guess I fail to see your argument where like, so say you can do the 225, because I see this a lot in, in some of my members that are very strong, especially like in squatting and deadlifting. But you pair that with literally any, literally anything else, air squats, box push-ups. I'm not even putting them down to the ground. And they no longer can move that 225 well or fast. And they're, and it should, like I told you, it, that should be, you're telling me that you can move that so well, then I want to see you move it so well that there is zero interference when it comes to the other movement. But they stop and they stand around and are doing singles on a deadlift that scale that back too and actually push the other movements, the cardio, the gymnastics that is hard for you. I get that you're strong, but you are not fit enough to be move the weight way down and move fast and move fast through everything. Okay. I am not saying there's anything wrong with scaling workouts at an affiliate. My thing was, okay, 2013, my first ever open, I scaled a lot of workouts. I only did a handful of workouts RX, right? But then this one moment of the year, I had to step up my game and try things that I hadn't been pushing myself to try all year round. I, I understand. <laughs> so then I do a chest-to-bar pull-up and I come like, 
that close, but I don't get it. Right. And then that gives me the fire to like now work on chest to bar pull-ups in my off time. It's not about an ego that I don't want to be scaled because I'm scaled 80% of the time in class workouts anyway. It's that this gives me the one moment a year to rise up and fight for myself and try something that I have not been trying the whole year. I understand. I think the sport has <clears throat> like 2013 comparing an open workout from 2013 that pushed you is completely different than looking at a 2023 workout and figuring out. And I also think you're in two different places to even think about like to be objective about that. Like, 20, the work, the sport has come an incredible way. And I think the scaled workouts are tougher than you might think. Like, I think I'm, they're still a good workout. I've done the scaled. They are hard. So you got, so you got the pull-ups last year. It's not about, it's not about me not getting a good workout because I can push it and I can do, but it's one day. Like I don't do the, the open workout six times. I do it once. And in that one moment, I just want to try. I want to try to see. And, and I'm saying this from if I were a healthy athlete. Like right now, I'm not a healthy athlete. So this doesn't matter in this year. That one moment, three weeks a year, I wanted three days a year. I just want to see. Um, I just want to see myself. Give it a shot. Well, do. do it. You should try the uh, RX every year. That's all. And I think, and I think that, yes, and I do do that uh, when I'm healthy. I try to go RX. Good. Right? But I think that we've lost our way a little bit, that there are times that you need to push yourself to be better, to find out what your body can do, to find out what all this work that you've been doing scaling back has led to. I think too many athletes get stuck in the scaled. Um, sure. Lane yeah. Mm -hmm. And don't ever try to get out of it. Yeah. I have, I have several people who are, are complacent there and it is what it is. I mean, they're the type of people that, I probably would quit if, if RX was the only option. So like, I think if you are somebody like you who like wants that challenge, then you're going to challenge yourself and you will just try to do an RX workout every week. And if it's a no, if you get one rep, I would hope you would be like, okay, I'm either, I'm going to either just cut it here and do this, or I'll do the scaled workout to 10 minutes later or the next day or however you want to do it. Um, yeah, you should absolutely try to do the RX. So, and beyond me, I think we've lost the open moments, right? So here, Amanda, I'm with you, Scott. Got my first dubs and my first ever open workout. Wouldn't have tried them if it hadn't, if I had a scaled option. And I am, I'm betting her gym exploded when she got her double under, right? I've seen it in my gym a thousand times but we don't see that anymore because with the scaled option, not enough people 
are jumping at the chance to try to do that for the first time. See, I had members get their first pull-up in that scaled workout. And we were jumping for joy for them. Okay. And I mean, I'm trying to think. I don't know nobody got a ring muscle up, but like, I mean, you had the opportunity to get a your first ring muscle up ever last year. And I got mine. Not. Yeah. No. <laughs> ring turnover. So I, um, well, this was a good conversation. <laughs> And, Sorry, I'm beating up and, on you when you can't fight back. Um, and I think I won that argument. So with that, we will move. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, Kenneth says, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm trying to go. <laughs> uh, I love it when Jamie and Scott disagree. Too many other shows. People are so hesitant to have differing opinions. <clears throat> if you want to be in an Airbnb during a competition weekend, we disagree about 90% of the time. Uh, yeah. Alex says, can you try RX? Then if you can't do most of the workout, do the scaled version and get a good workout in. I'm saying, why can't I stop and scale the rest of the workout appropriately for myself and still get a good workout in? Because you personally can. But that that's my RX score is going to be my RX score. Sure. Right. I think you personally can. I don't think that you should ask that of affiliate owners to put that together and and sit there like it's it's a daunting task to run Friday night lights or ever however you run it. Um I just think I think that's asking a lot. Okay. Well, well, we'll save some of this heat for the open 1C uh, workout. Yeah, when we see the workouts and what the scale workouts are, and then we can discuss them. Yeah. <clears throat> Kenneth says, all right, let's talk about pissy Josh Bridges. I didn't even have this in my notes. What, what happened? I did not catch any of this. So um, Coffee Pods and Wads does Around the Whiteboard, where they ask the three questions of three panelists. Mm -hmm. Josh Bridges was one of them. The final okay. question was, is Hiller good for CrossFit? Oh. And Josh Bridges was like, absolutely not. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> um, I, it was basically that he doesn't bring anything to the table. All he does is criticize those who are bringing things to the table. I, maybe like slightly less recently, but I will say the one thing I liked about Hiller was that usually if he brought up a topic, he would supply some, some like feedback or solution, or I don't think it was all just like they did this and they saw you like for the most part, he tries to provide a solution. I would agree with that in the early days. I said maybe lately it's been a little less. Um, I think lately 
he picks some of the athletes that are uh, that give give him more views um, and more clicks um, because and he's admitted that he is trying to get more views and clicks. Um, and I think that's where he loses. But while I understand he's doing it, I think that's where he loses his um, objectivity about being the guy that's coming in and checking everything. Yeah. <laughs> when you put the same people over and over and over again. Well, I feel like until they're he, CrossFit's not doing themselves any favors. I found it very interesting on Dave's Week in Review when the question was asked um, about like holding yourself to a standard and what do you do? Like feel like maybe the standard's not going to be held in your affiliate. And he was like, his response was, you know, like you need to hold yourself to a standard. And then maybe like challenge your own your owner to have, he's like basically it should start from the top he's like your owner should set that standard and he goes well it should start from the top it should start from us and that is hiller's issue and that is the problem and until we see change and that you are hiller's gonna just keep pounding that home and especially with like you need to make you like you need to actually make an example out of some of these he's given plenty of opportunity to like actually invalidate hip and steel score actually invalidate danny spiegel's score and they aren't actually taking steps to show that they are changing anything or being held accountable so like it's he's they're making it easy for him to just keep hammering the same person and showing until they're going to fix it um but they did publicly announce they're uh, doing a paid online judges review team Mm-hmm. to do things like yeah. that. I will say just yeah, well, the Josh being pissy thing. Josh admitted that he doesn't watch Hiller. Then how can you sit there and. Right. But it doesn't mean that it wasn't a good question. Um, now I will say this. I like his videos like uh, his Bill Leahy video he just did this week where he followed him around uh, Southland camp and highlighted him. I thought that was great. Yeah. So Carolyn says the problem is people that can no longer think for themselves anymore and literally anything he says, they're just on board and attack people. Um, Hiller did a video about the the affiliate owner in Wisconsin trying to get 30 new members in 30 days. That was a great video. Mm-hmm. Like when he's doing that stuff, mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. The clickbaity stuff, not for me. But he says and admits it that he does those to have enough money to go do the others. Yep. Can't totally blame the guy. And I think those videos he does, Joe Neal's. Yeah, yeah Joe Neal's. Uh, I think those videos, he's good for CrossFit. Yeah. I think the Athena videos he's doing now, helping her out, this is going to be good for CrossFit. Um, I So for me, the question is more about the overall Hiller, not just the bat signal guy 
And because I think he's well past that. But it is open season is coming. So I'm sure the bat signal will be back in full force for a few weeks. Now, now, clock. <laughs> Don't lump us all together. All right. So I have one more thing before we go, and that is, are we getting an era of super teams again? Well, no, because you still have to do the workouts together. And but you don't have to I mean, you just, That's true. You just come yeah. together for the Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they got rid of the 100. Of what we know already, we have a Noah Tola, Matilde, and Lena Richter team. We have Cara, Emily DeRoy, DeRoy, Khan, and James Newberry. We just announced Elliot and Jamie Simmons with Mia Hesketh and Christoph Horvath. Interesting. <clears throat> there are some rumors circling around Invictus involving Chandler Smith. Well, that will be sad. Why do you say I that? Mean, I because I would want him with Noah. I think that they, at Wadapalooza, Chandler announced that Tola was a better fit for Noah. And so he gave up his position for that. Interesting. I mean, Tola is an incredible athlete. I think that dude gets overlooked way too much. But, I mean, well... So Unless he's going to be with his wife, I'm not here for it. And then I hear Jamie Latimer has a team. We do have a team. Well, well, they, I, we're going to put the announcement out pretty soon. I got to get the kids to, these kids can't do their job and get signed up. So I need them to actually get signed up so we can put the po official post out. Yeah, we got uh, two ex-team athletes and two Masters athletes. We'll see how that works out. It's Jeff DePerna, myself, Haley Rolfe, and Azariah Price. Azariah? Mm -hmm. Dang. Yeah, I mean, it'd be cool just to... I mean, really, we're just trying to get to quarterfinals and do some workouts together, but... They lowered the number to like 30 going to semi, so it is what it is. I think it was 30 last year. No, it was more it was more than that that made it. So um so now my question is with these super teams, will it bring any interest back to the team division? Because last year really fell short. Um I do think with getting rid of like the fact that there's only individuals well individual teams like you either can watch the individuals when if that's not going on you're gonna have to get drawn into the team so i do i do think that's going to ramp that viewership up for sure yeah it was 40 it was 40 smis for teams last year thank you tristan yeah i um i would have said that it would take rich coming back or like a Matt coming back or something like that for me, for me personally to get interested again, but man, car Saunders back on the floor. Um, 
Noah in the team division, Elliot and Jamie Simmons. Like, okay. We, you just counted Jamie out. I did. And and apparently she did too because she's going team. Oh, man. Does. Oh, Scott. <laughs> and I want to correct myself from last week. We talked about who who didn't make the games last year should make it this year. Okay. And I said Annika, which I truly believe she's going to make it. But I've been watching a lot of videos of a very dear friend of ours, Carolyn Prevo. She's looking very fit. I have been watching a lot of those videos as well. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I want to put my money behind that athlete yeah. as well. Good choice. Because <clears throat> I think she'll make it back. Very and we are, we are a Canadian show. So I kept my picks to both Canadian. That's how we roll. When are we going get, to get the Canadian super team? Pat, Brent. I, that would be the day, man. I would love it. So. Uh-oh. Lexa, she better make it back with a fist. That's great. Yeah. So, anyway, I think we had enough hot topics tonight. What do you think? Yeah. We got spins poll. We got to put together our oh, yeah, poll we again. We got our invites to put together our poll. So, we'll probably talk about where we have everybody ranked once we yeah. submit that. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, and what that, we that's the one place we usually agree. That's true. If we like super agree on some things, then we super disagree on some things. Yeah. But uh can't wait for the season. It's getting ever close. And uh yeah. With that, we'll let you guys all go. It's been a fun night. We'll be back next Thursday night for Thursday night CrossFit Talk. Thank you so much, guys. We'll see you later. C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C4Energy.com. That's C4Energy.com. And now back to the interview. <laughs>